Big Fluff. Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watched it, now we don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is Is It For Real? This is Philip. And Katie. And Bridget. And uh, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, we had a little different call sign at the beginning of our podcast. That's right. Um, That's right. It was peak slap. <laughs> <laughs> now, was that the real one or the fake one? I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I, tell. I do have a knack for impressions like a parrot. But yeah, we're uh, part of a podcast legion or coalition, if you will. Yeah. The big a non, leagues. A nonviolent coalition. No, right. That's, Thank you for that's clarifying. True. Yeah, because the violent podcast coalitions out there—they reached out first. We, we yeah. said no. We We're said yeah. no. Pacifists decline yeah. mm-hmm. unless we get into the fight about the movies we watch. <laughs> yeah, but we pick—we get to pick our fights that way. You yes. Know, so. so yeah, so we're happy to be part of this network, and uh, you'll hear at the end of our podcast a fun advert for uh, one of our fellow Peak Slap podcast friends. (laughs) So make sure you give a listen to those intros and to those podcasts. Yeah, exciting. Now, Katie, I just, I I worry your your sweet little intro got blurped a little at the beginning. Um, Unfortunately, I think you should try to play it again. (laughs) Oh, okay, sure. Let's see, let's see if it'll work. If you guys can hear me from here. Better. I'm good. Better. Oh, got bleeped out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that is apropos of the movie we're doing. Members of the All American League. League. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> a league of their own. Um, so you know, we're ramping up to our hundredth episode with some summer blockbusters and movie favorites. And also we know that um, the League of Their Own series is going to be coming out very shortly on Amazon Prime, another sponsor of this podcast, (laughs) Amazon Prime. (laughs) And and an unintentional double back-to-back Penny Marshall, um, (laughs) Tom Hanks, John Lovitz hit. Yeah, I mean, what a boon for Penny Marshall, like a director that like when we were coming up with what are some, what are, we all, we each got to pick a lead up to our hundredth episode. And it's like two of us picked Penny Marshall. I mean, that's incredible. So wonderful. She she sent me a lot of cash um, for me to pick mine. So um, Uh, I was bribed. Oh, well, apparently she did not reach out to me at all. Um, (laughs) But uh, speaking of Penny Marshall and this movie and amazing kick-ass female role models, um, I give you an introduction where it might be a first that somebody recorded while breastfeeding. Oh, Here we go. Stage. Hey, y'all. This is Kelly L. As you endearingly refer to me on the podcast, I am such a huge League of Their Own fan, and it is so significant to my childhood. It was super empowering uh, as a young girl because I played a lot of softball. It was emotional. There were so many ups and downs with the. Uh, personal stories of all the main and ancillary characters like when that woman found out that her husband died while deployed um 
how sad and shy the Marla Hooch character was and she really blossomed into this beautiful woman and found love and um, the excitement of the games themselves was really fun even though I'm not a huge sports movie fan I really got into the the games um, in this movie and then the the competition between Kit and Dottie I really identified with being a, a younger sister and always looking up to my older sister who could do no wrong and just did everything perfectly and then um, just super disgusted by Tom Hanks' character who I didn't realize had an alcohol problem as a child I'm sure but uh, I just was so grossed out by him he just showed up so disheveled and peeing for 10 minutes straight in the locker room in front of people and it, yeah really gross he did a great job anyway I love this movie thanks for letting me intro it and uh yeah enjoy the podcast <laughs> Oh my god. Aww. Kelly yeah. L. I think I heard a little baby at the at end. At the end. There. Yeah. So you could tell that she's trying to kind of get that recording in without uh <laughs> I feel extraordinarily soothed and comforted. Yeah. Um and like I'm ready for to be swaddled and put to bed because Kelly L's yeah. voice does that. Um Oh, and that was such a sweet little intro. Yeah, it occurred to me because I know that she's a softball player. So um, I reached mm. reached out to her and just asked if she happened to have a relationship to this movie. And, and of course she did. Yeah, um, yeah as many of us do. Um, so, man, I guess we could start with our levels, right? So I didn't even think about what I was going to make my level. And I have so many quotes that I wrote down for this movie. But I guess I'll do... Um, outdoor movie because this movie I, I I couldn't remember the last time I'd seen it and then Annie was telling Annie ICO was saying well remember when we showed it outdoor in the park and Annie put together a trivia and we did a costume contest and um so it was wow. before the pandemic actually on Phil's birthday um which is a rough time to show an outdoor movie because it's almost the longest <laughs> night of yeah. the year so the movie mm. started at like 10 p.m um but it was it was cool it was like a good it was a good showing so you know we had kind of done a deep dive into it like looking for all kinds of trivia and stuff um but this was like I think we saw this movie in the theater and this speaking of like Dottie and Kit like I think my sister and I kind of like fell into those roles so it was definitely a family favorite um we we loved this movie growing up I think we owned it um I'm pretty sure we did and we we watched it often yeah my level is gonna be Shirley Baker um <laughs> because my brothers and I said that so much we were making fun of a woman that couldn't read um and we and it just like got worse and worse it would be like Shirley Shirley Baker oh it's when she's saying her name to Helen she right says her name to Helen and um I don't like and then when I heard it again like when I watched the movie last night I was like she doesn't stutter it's pretty (laughs) but but, uh that just shows that i I have this and dirty dancing and top gun i think are the movies that we've watched in our near hundred that i Mm -hmm. pretty much like i could have done the pod without watching it Mm -hmm. i have seen this movie that many times we definitely owned it on vhs we watched it a ton um when i was a kid my family was a baseball family so and I actually mm-hmm. you know all the sporto movies we've watched this one I know all of the rules to baseball <laughs> and right. so I care um and uh we went to Cooperstown when we were kids so like 
I, I, this is like in my DNA, this film. Yeah. Nice. Um, I've also seen this movie a few times, probably in like the three to four mm-hmm. realm, just because it was always on TV way back in the day. It's been a while. Uh, I'm going to set my level just because I have lots of thoughts on it uh, as super long P. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Uh, just that, that always pops into my brain. Um, <laughs> the super long P? <laughs> yeah. Whenever I'm having a super long Oh, when P. you're yeah. having a super long yeah. P. Yeah. And I, th- I think of the, that scene in the oh, movie. Oh, that's funny. And um, yeah. But we'll, I'll elaborate on that later on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Katie, this, of course, is a smoking jacket movie for your favorite. Um, not Tom Hanks, because he just got his smoking jacket. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I like knew it when I was watching this, uh, not John Lovitz. Oh, um, Laurie Petty. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Laurie Petty. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Laurie Petawale Petty. You're great. Right. Okay. And Cause I was like, what is their third? Point it's obviously point right. break. And then Petty, Free Petty, Willy. Petty yeah. Free Willy and Point Break. Yeah. Yes. There is somebody else too that, I mean, as we go on, maybe I'll think of it as like who there's a lot of almosts. Definitely yeah. some almost. John Lovitz almost got it. I mean, yeah, in, in a row. <laughs> yeah, the John Lovitz. Ooh, of it all. Who's gonna do that for the first I time? Know, yeah. I know. The oh. turkey. Yeah. Oh, a tic tac toe. Three in a row. Oh, I, I've also abbreviated this a lot in my notes as a lotto, uh, a league of their own, which I've oh, done that's before, fun. and I was enjoying writing a lotto. A lotto is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we this is a, a nostalgic film, right? It's a memory play yeah. almost is what you call it in the theater Ooh. where you kind of Book start ends. at the beginning and then, yeah, you go to the back and then you come to the beginning again. Interesting. Um, okay. And we're meted, we're meted, <laughs> we're met with the first older version of a character who looks just like that person, okay. but is not that person. Uh, okay. I mean, but this sounds exactly yeah. like her. That's right. my question. They dubbed her voice. So yeah. right? Davis. It's okay. 100%. They, I think they, it was I off. Think they blended it a little bit, but it's maybe. pretty much her voice. Um, maybe she's that, trying to sound old. That woman is like, come on, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a lot of time imagining what that woman, what that actress sounded like, but like, as a kid, I mean, we could literally oh. do a, a whole podcast on this actress and her mm-hmm. resemblance to Gina Davis. Mm-hmm. In fact, I listened to a podcast with Laurie Petty, who was saying like, like that woman that looks exactly like Gina and the person that they cast to be kid at the end looks a lot like her too. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> the question was, well, why do they dub Gina Davis's voice, but not Laurie Petty's voice? Because Laurie Petty has like such a distinct voice. And I think mm. it's because we are presented Dottie with no context. With Kit, it's like, okay, that's supposed to be Kit because, like, they're doing their older and younger counterparts, like, in Cooperstown. So I guess originally they didn't dub the actress's voice, but they they did, they went back and dubbed it because they thought that people wouldn't think it was Gina Davis. I mean, Gina Davis has a pretty noteworthy voice. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I mean, she, Kit, she does. Does, Kit does as well, but, like, It's Gina pretty Davis's specific. Voice. Here's yeah. the thing, though. Again, you guys will literally have to tell me to stop talking about this actress because as a kid... <laughs> I fully thought it was Gina Davis dressed up. I mean, I was like, okay, that's how they aged Gina Davis. And then subsequently, every other film, I was like, why don't they just get the technology they used for League of Their Own? Uh-huh. I know. Because you can age people so well. technology well, wasn't quite there yet. It didn't work. There's never been, there has never been a casting better than- Never. Now, now wait, should we, I know we're jumping ahead and back a little. Sorry, Philip. That's fine. I'm just going to yeah. say, 
Because Philip wanted to say something. I know Phil's wanted to say something. Like for an third, hour. no, it's it's not even that important. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the blonde lady though, is like. she is that her or a different version of her? No, you mean like the Which one that married a plastic lady? surgeon? Yeah. I think it's a different person. I don't think any. They're, they're all they're all different. They're, they're all different. different. Yeah. It's she, she looks a lot like her but too. The only one that they dubbed the voice for was Gina it's Davis. Gina Davis, yeah. But I, I definitely clicked on that woman's like IMDb page, and her picture on there is like a pinup. Uh, she was an actress from way back in the day, but it's it's very it much like, like Gina a, Davis. What? Uh, no, she just looks like a sort of 1930s starlet sort of thing. Um, it's like when somebody goes missing as a baby and yes. then they like take the grown up parents and blend them to make an adult, but then that kid wouldn't look like that because yeah, it looks wild. that's just one genetic mutation or whatever right. of that right. child. But I will say that the the dubbing was a little bit off it, at times. Yeah, um, it was a little distracting. I never knew that as a kid. This well, is literally yeah. the first time I noticed that that was her voice in yeah. that other woman's body. Yeah, because I kid, also yeah. assumed it was Gina Davis. Yeah, I totally. But I didn't understand how they did it. But I was like, good for them. Totally, absolutely. This mute. This movie has some pretty, uh, pretty sad songs in it. This is something <laughs> else I could talk about for an hour. But um... I just teeing you up. I'm well, so Carol King pitch. wrote, um, what is the first, what is the song? Now and Forever. Now and Forever. So she wrote that for this movie. And then Madonna, all the way May, um, in her contract, I guess Penny Marshall had Carol King write this song that was supposed to play at the end. So Now and Forever is supposed to play at the end of the movie. Still but, sad. But in Madonna, but I would say more uplifting and less haunting <laughs> than this used to be my playground. This used to be this my used playground is to be <laughs> so, so we, sad. So Madonna's contract had they kind of looked closer at it and they're like, oh, it says that she gets to write the last song. Like that's the movie close. So then they I think they extended the beginning so that Carol King's song could be in the beginning because she had already written it for the film. But I want to ask you guys a question. And maybe Phil, it sounds like maybe you didn't watch it as much as like a young kid, but I will say that this used to be my playground. That song really informed how I thought of the whole movie. Cause like Same. at the end, it's just like, oh, I guess this is like a really sad movie. Yeah. <laughs> really You're scary. meant to believe it's very sad and scary. And it's that, like... so sad and haunting. So what Annie yeah. and I did is as soon and the credits are fantastic because the credits are the real oh, yeah. players playing yeah. and stills from the movie. They're wonderful to watch. So I would encourage people to do what we did is mute it right as the credits roll and play Carol King's um, now and forever, which is, wow. which is sad, but much more up. It's not haunting, <laughs> but yeah, even I, the I, way they trail Carol King's song out is yeah. haunting to me. Can they go it's to true. the flashback and you're just watching that, like psh, that big Shaboy, what do you call that? Like a station wagon, yeah. <laughs> like cruising through the, yeah, a Sheboygan. a Sheboygan <laughs> banana is what you call those. Mm-hmm. And they're like <laughs> cruising through those fall streets and you're just like, yeah. God, I want a hot it's, chocolate. It, it's really nostalgic. The nostalgia it's hits like you in the chest. Burns I, me. I will say that I've learned that I'm not a fan of Penny Marshall's music choices mm, okay. after this double shot. Ah. It's just, it's a little too schmaltzy for me, too especially the like the, the mute, the like just orchestral music she picks or, you know, puts in. It's just, I don't know. I think it's just. Yeah early 90s like yes. oscar bait music yeah. and it's just like oh it, well, it's grating 
for me. I fully, I kind of agree with you because now and forever is like not my favorite song. Like, and I really like Carol King, but it, it fits with that non, not what you're saying, Phil, like the schmaltzy nineties Oscar bait. This used to be my playground, like just doesn't fit well, with anything. I just picture the, cause I know the video. It's just a black and white yeah. of Madonna slowly walking, caressing <laughs> uh playground um, yes. stuff. And it's, it's just weird. And I think, yeah. Ironically, probably a better fit for Big, the movie. <laughs> God, yes. that's really sad. And yeah. That too, but in, yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's just, uh, yeah, I could talk about this used to be my play because I, I fully let it just like play Me out too. last night and felt my feelings oh, about it. Yeah. Because I just was really, that song just gets, okay, well. It's wild. Madonna, what's going on? Do you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Call us at the Peak Sloth Network. Um. <laughs> So we get, we see, we get to Cooperstown, right? We see people playing baseball, but then we flash back to people playing. Oh, first we learn the story of what's happening (laughs) through a newsy piece. Yes, I love it. Have you heard about the big wash? (laughs) With World War II underway, women are playing baseball. Oh, that's crazy. Buy some more bonds. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. So we get introduced to like who the key players are. We've got Ira Lowenstein who's mm-hmm. tasked with like keeping it going and what have you. Um, but then we cut to uh, Oregon, Willamette, Oregon, and yeah. their women are playing softball. Right. Just women, right? It's not a co-ed yeah. team. It's just yeah. women. I got to say, I was impressed for how many people were into it. <laughs> like they had a crowd and people knew like, to tease a player after it, you are following <laughs> what's up. Like, it's like hate watching something. Yeah, well, if yeah. you think about it, like Oregon doesn't have a baseball team. Yes. Well, um, I think, I think similarly, you know, the women's league went on for, I think six or seven years, like yeah. the all American women's league, but what really killed it was televised games because apparently like these games were big where people like couldn't necessarily mm-hmm. like go and see a base live baseball game all the time. But then mm-hmm. once they started televising, everybody's just watching the men's game on TV. Boring. Bummer. Yeah. Bummer. Well, we get to meet Kit and Dottie and oh. uh, we get the, the checkoffs high ones. Comment. Lay, lay off the high right, ones. Yeah. Lay off the high ones. We'll nag. In my memory of this, I really always had, and we'll continue to talk about this in the podcast. I really always had Kit as sort of the bad guy in this um, mm-hmm. sibling rivalry, but mm-hmm. I think Dottie in this first one is sort of laying it on thick of giving her like eighteen pieces of like tips, mm. and it's just like just tell her don't hit high, aim for high ones. Um, but then I don't know. She's I think. I forgot about this, but in this scene, she's definitely being that overbearing older sister. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, and I think you're, we're definitely supposed to set that up, that like she's the one, quote unquote, calling the shots and like literally mm-hmm. calling the shots. I also love when they, you know, I love the I love the um, demonstration of sister rivalry that we don't get a lot on film. You know, it's usually brothers, like, yeah, you know, so it's, it's kind of nice mm-hmm. to see. And I also love Laurie Petty's pants that looks like a full-on Popeye cartoon. Both of them have Popeye pants, which are very on trend. Like those girls could be listening to Kate Bush running up that hill and wearing those pants today. (laughs) Totally. You wouldn't know what decade it is. Totally. Like I can't handle 
side note, girls' pants today. I'm so confused <laughs> because like they're wearing the pants that nobody ever wanted to wear in the 80s. And like now the very like, ill-fitting. Those yeah. ill-fitting yeah. mom jeans are just so in. Of course, you don't you wear it with like a crop top and then you're just really cute. So it's fascinating to <sighs> I me. I don't completely get it either. But. Yeah. Quite anyway, yeah. Anyway, Popeye pants were big in the 40s. Um, uh, and also <laughs> when you save that cloth for the old guys of overseas. Yeah, uh, totally. And also when you're working on a farm, um, of course, John Lovitz was there scouting them. He's a baseball scout. Amazing. This is just another He's one great. of these. We've talked about him, the the stogie <laughs> characters of your yes, um, which caused us all to want to smoke cigars when we were kids because it was like what baby what baby what's his face was doing and roger rabbit and everybody was smoking cigars like that you know what i'm talking about baby huey yeah what is his name baby huey right i was gonna say baby huey but then i was like just huey dewey and louie yeah baby baby cigar yeah um so yeah and i think i remember again as a kid wanting to there was some i i don't enjoy john lovitz but that character with that cigar oh yeah and he just this has is these the one-liners that are just so silly and funny. Well, I was yeah. reading that the part was a, a bit bigger in the beginning, and I don't know if they had to cut it for time, but I think it became such an iconic role because it's basically just amazing one-liners and yeah. his, and it's exactly him, you know, like it's such a good delivery of well, it. There was a cut of this movie that was four hours long where oh, they yeah. had That's right. a shit ton of backstory for everyone. Yeah. And so, oh, wow. yeah. 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 It's funny because like when he drops him off in Chicago, I'm like, oh, and that's John Lovett. That's a wrap on John Lovett. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Um, but I really, yeah, I really enjoyed him um, the, in it. Cause I was saying there, there are times where he's too much for me and like oh, yeah. certain skits and stuff like that. I mean, there are other times where he's great. Uh, yeah. But no, I think this was peak Lovett's, if you will. And what I like about this character too, is that he, there's no sense that he feels too good for this job because he's doing it for women you know Correct. like tom hanks leans into that yeah but john lovitz you're like no no this is a miserable man that kind of secretly enjoys <laughs> what he's doing <laughs> and he would be i think he'd be the exact same way scouting male baseball players and that's kind of cool and i think there's sort of like a not genre but like uh stereotype of like the scout that's like this of just yeah. they've seen it all they've yeah. seen talent come through right. and yeah i definitely agree that it is he's not punching down he's just punching at everyone um yeah. cows included oh my god i love when i love the line when he's like you'll make 75 dollars a week and she's just like uh really make 30 at the da- dairy it's like well this would be more wouldn't it <laughs> like he's so you sound uh, like john mulaney yeah um uh the other question I have about these girls on their Oregon farm is why do they have Southern accents? I know. I think they're trying uh, to situate them in the country. Although I don't know. Jeff, was, don't... Jeff, had, Jeff had never seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. And then he thought they were like in Kansas or something. I have although, no idea where they were. Although I will say they drop those accents when they're out of Oregon, which is Well, yeah, because then all of a sudden Kit's more like, where'd Brooklyn. you get that at? Yeah, where'd you get that <laughs> at? place like, was stickball. Yeah, yeah like, totally. And also taking a train, I'm just going to say it from Oregon to Fort Collins to Colorado to Chicago is not practical. Yeah. Out of the way. 
Yeah, right that way. Yeah, it's like, so yeah, right. We're going to stop at Fort Collins on our way yeah. to, to Chicago. I do love at the end of the John Lovitz um, scouting session at the dairy where Gina Davis stands up and is like, she's like, you know, you want to know something? You're not nice. <laughs> I it was so oh, funny. that one hurt. Oh, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, I love I think, it. I think running to catch a train or get off a train also has a smoking jacket now. Yeah. Can you so, imagine a conductor yeah. that would be encouraging this? Like, is it's that this same one that's in the back of the other train I from know. Forces of Nature who's oh doing goodness. nefarious things? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, oh, oh, what? I wasn't having sex with those chickens. <laughs> but then we do go to Fort Collins, Colorado, which is so exciting. Like, shout out to Sarah V. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Sarah V and uh, your sister. Yeah. Jenny L. Jenny L used to live there as well. Um, so we, yeah. So it, the quick plot point is that Dottie is invited to go to the all American girls baseball league and Kit is not. Um, but then Dottie's like, I'll only go if Kit goes. And then. And I go. think this scene fueled my belief that if somebody, if just one person from like professional, you know, tennis or swimming or something felt my arm, they would then recruit me for the team. Oh, like somehow, oh. Like, oh my God. Oh, oh, okay. Sure. Come along. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, stop at Fort Collins, as you do, mm-hmm. where you go to the indoor baseball playing in a thunderstorm. It's a terrible idea to play baseball. I guess it was, I mean, what a weird like writing of it, right? Because I guess they're only doing that because of the thunderstorm right. inside, but maybe- Maybe I wonder if Penny Marshall thought, and I didn't read anything about this, but like that it it's more chaotic and it's it, her her hits are more explosive inside. Yeah, I think it it worked cinema cinematographically. Cinematically, um, <laughs> yes, that's the word I'm looking for. No, I think it's cinematographically. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's special is that it's cinematographically. Uh, yeah, it's just you've got all the other baseball players on like bleachers and like they're all. But because yeah. because I even in like the intro scene, I don't think it clicked in my brain that they had to play in the gym. And it wasn't until later I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense because they're breaking so many windows. Yeah, right. And during yeah. the wall, windows aren't cheap. <laughs> That's true. You got to make them out of pants. <laughs> so Marla Hooch is introduced and she's Yay. just ugly, you guys. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, she just. She just has a very bad camera angle and some hair in her Oh, face. yeah. This woman is, like, <laughs> very cute, you know. I would describe yeah. this actress as a young, yeah. cute actress, which is demonstrated, like, throughout the movie besides sure. this scene. But, like, they really just angle her down. They have her, her forehead goes on for days. Her <laughs> eyes are a mile apart from each other. And it's just how they're, sh- you know, shooting the camera. Yeah. Um, and I then I thought it- about that. I'm like, what kind of a call? I mean... I guess, you know, I guess you just do the role, but yikes, right? Yeah, it made me think of like, there's a line from Ghostbusters where I think Venkman is like, uh, you keep staring at me, those bug eyes. Uh, and then he's like, sorry about the bug eyed comment to like the secretary that's there that wears the big glasses. And I just, yeah, she's just bulging out her eyes. And like, if <laughs> yeah, she- Yeah, totally. Yeah, but she's not an ugly person. She's, and they just, they're laying on so thick, so yeah. thick. Like Rachel, what's her face from She's All That? She was 
Hitty. Right. Yeah. And I overalls. Think, and I guess they need to really hammer home that I guess the reality part part of the reality of these leagues were that you were looking for women that were, you know, slightly sure. model slash players. Like it just like you wanted attractive, like the whole taking charm classes, which I think is real. Like I think people had mm-hmm. to take mm-hmm. the whole charm classes. But yeah, they really yeah lay it on. So Marla and her dad have like this used to be my playground sad yeah, goodbye scene. Totally. That's when they should have played this used to be my playground. Cause God, I, I, yeah, I know. I do enjoy the intensity of this father and the eye roll could give two shits of John Levitt's. <laughs> it's just so funny. Where he's like, she's got a, like an arm like Demetrio. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> it's just, I love I it. I just, it's the way I raised her. It's my fault. I'm sorry. Just take, please, please. Yeah. Oh, fine. Okay. She can come. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, Who cares? Totally. <laughs> oh, gosh. So um, we get to Chicago, but it's not. Yeah. Yes, Chicago. Okay, Chicago. And uh, we start to meet like all the little characters who were gonna be on the mostly on the Rockford Peaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who cares yeah. about everybody else, right? So we meet Doris and all the way May, Rosie and, O'Donnell. And I gotta say, like I had forgotten. I mean, thank goodness Gina Davis catches that ball, but it's a yeah. pretty intense meeting to somebody to throw a baseball like point yeah. blank range at like your potential teammate. Like it's a weird character. I, I feel like it's a little out of character for Doris. <laughs> like, ooh, I think she's sarcastic, but I don't know if she's like, she could have really hurt her. Oh yeah. my God. And I think it was at Laurie Petty and then she ducks and Gina Davis catches it. You're like, Jesus. All that cow milking gives you quick reflexes. Yeah, and strong hands. And, and then Keep at the squeezing. end, they have the woman, the older woman do at the end with like basically eagle talons. Just <laughs> her hand is broken. Yeah, yeah. she just catches Aww. the baseball out of the sky. Bless her heart. I bet they shot that one in reverse. It was like, Bleh. oh my god, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a reason why it's not suggested to catch baseballs barehanded. Ugh, no, um, thanks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I had a question too of like, how many of these people playing, trying out here? Um, I mean, fun fact, like it's kind of said that Penny Marshall made people pass the baseball test before getting casted. <laughs> well, like Marissa Tomei, I guess. I guess there were a couple of people. It's like really, really couldn't play, but right. Sure. Um, Taya yeah. Leone did. Yeah, yeah. Taya Leone did. So here's the question though, is like, of the characters, do we think everybody has come from playing softball or are some of these women playing baseball as well in their hometowns? Like the, oh, the characters. Yeah, the movie, like in the the characters. Because like, I always wondered like with Kit, I'm like, has she ever pitched overhand? Right. No, and they just start them all playing overhand. Right, like she's a pitcher, but like, I don't know how helpful that is. <laughs> she's got the- Yeah, she's I mean... a softball pitcher. <laughs> My guess is a mix, but I'm just guessing that back in the day, softball wasn't as big as it is today and so i know they were just yeah. kids who would play baseball like boys and girls would play together and right just okay be playing baseball this is not based on anything it's just my guess that's what i thought i'm too. gonna add that to wikipedia uh-huh. yep uh-huh cool <laughs> well it's tryout time and uh they have a montage of everybody montage. playing it's a it's montage intense. it's very intense passing and throwing and bidding and there's one scene where like the outfielder like bumps the other one out of the way to catch the ball and i'm like that's not how the game is played i don't know it's like that's not a good audition yeah what is this called well it's sort of like uh improv auditions where you're sort of like elbowing or like 
I don't know. It it can get vicious of people trying tapping to, out. Yeah, to try to like yeah. perform. Yeah, it shouldn't be. But no, it well, it usually does not work for you. So <laughs> yeah. if you're right. headed to any improv auditions right now, don't do that, y'all. That's right. Don't just tag people out. Call and share the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so then they just like post uh, the list in beautiful cursive on who's on what team. Um, and, uh, this is where we get Shirley Baker. <laughs> Annie was saying like, she probably just can't read cursive. Like it's really intense. You know, <laughs> if it was today, nobody, you know, kid child would be able it's to. Really, it's really, I know. Yeah. I've definitely had some kids that are like, I can't read cursive. Do you know who that actress is? Uh, a Cusack, right? A Cusack. A Cusack. <laughs> She's a Cusack. She's a good one. She's a good Cusack. Um, and I like the character of Shirley Baker and like talk about classic Helen going up there and just Aww. making it her business to be helpful. Now I had a hard time placing Helen until I realized she was on mad about you. Yes. She's so similar to Helen Hunt really. Yeah. yeah. And I will say name. that in this scene, I, w- I was like not only half paying attention. And for some reason this like caught me in the feels and like a single tear like came down my face at this scene. I don't know why. With I'm Shirley Baker, not Shirley Baker. Read. Shirley Baker. Yeah, it's good, and I I really do love the coach of yeah, the bells. She's like, what's your name, honey? What's your yeah. name? Yeah, and like, it was. Oh, she... Yeah, <laughs> but it's also I feel like a good demonstration of like, yeah, that probably definitely happened. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of a nice nod to like, hey, like, not all... these women are coming from different places. This yep. scene, sure. and then the like. It's very fast, but the scene of like the black woman yep. returning the ball, you know, you're supposed Whoa. to get this like ideas of like, too. yeah, well, it's just like you're situating it in you're like, situating it in the context on. of the world of what these women were yeah. doing and that used to be their playground. But also, if you had me going, Shirley Biker in your ear, you probably wouldn't have <laughs> cried, cried as but yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? Because that comes in another montage later, Phil. But what are your yeah, thoughts on it? It's it's so tokenism of just like you know the the throwing it back and then they get the wink and then it's like you don't need to be in this movie or into this history anymore <laughs> yes. like we've we've we gave you the wink and that and i don't know it just really rubbed me the wrong way of oh, just like interesting thanks for that returning the ball you know you can't be on our team <laughs> not that like the person who caught it was saying that it's other people's rules but it's yeah. like you know yeah I know. sorry sorry um i know well i, I think, think... Oh, go ahead no i was just gonna say like i kind of agree and it feels yeah it's it's meant to get you in your feels but it does it's it's they should have just not included it because if you're not going to include like yeah any well, part I... of what was happening more to I that think... story I think the intention is actually one of apology of like, we know these are all white women on this field. And this is like, why? Like, kind of like, I think, I think it was filmed in a way of like, there are black women outside of the stadium that can hit and throw much better than these women. But the reality is it was a segregated league. But then I, it made me think a lot about, cause I think the series coming out um, is going to focus a lot more on queer women and women of color um and and kind of zoom the camera back because like sure if you're focused only on that baseball diamond it's not factually wrong to say these were only white women but like you chose to only zoom on this baseball diamond so i think the new series um you know is definitely more inclusive yeah so um they get introduced to what they're gonna wear which is a little skirted baseball uniform terrible idea 
Well, you won't get them out of dirt in the skirt if you don't wear a skirt. So, and fun fact, I mean, later we see the raspberry that yeah. Alice gets and that actress slid the in the skirt. The bruise was for real, yeah. For a year, she had, over a year, she had a bruise like that, um, which is yeah. wild. Yeah. I mean, is it that different from playing in shorts? Um I mean, they're wearing yeah. shorts under this. Because Gina skirt. Davis in a later scene is wearing like sort of oh, long it, short. They, did, they, had, they shorts. all are wearing shorts. So. They had like bloomers. Yeah, it's not if you can wear something underneath of that. I think the model is not wearing shorts though. So it looks horrendous. Yeah. yeah. But I mean. And I don't think you should wear shorts to slide in no matter what. No, right? and, and I'm coming from a soccer background where we slid on grass, not dirt. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. We get the uh, we get into the world of making everybody beautiful. We're at charm school. And they have to like <laughs> sip tea and put blocks on their head, books on their head. And- no smoking, no drinking. Um, yeah. yeah, I loved Laurie Petty's like bust out like laughing at the like a lady never reveals. I think that's Laurie Petty laughing and not the character. I just loved mm. it. It just yeah. Oh, it's just like keep your legs together or a lady, a lady reveals, reveals nothing, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and she just like loses it and like laughs and then gina davis elbows her i just yeah i love it and they they give everybody the the <laughs> she's all that makeover except you know I'm, I'm happy they didn't give Dottie or uh marla kit kit a makeover oh yeah oh yeah she's like lovely. lovely yeah lovely and then uh, with, but, it's like very nice and then with Dottie they're like very nice like I'm <laughs> slow your role charm charm school woman I'll take you back to my charm school that's exactly you know what, what it felt like that's the movie I want to watch yeah and then totally. of course Marla shows up and she's like oh good god yeah I know and they're like pull her hair back from her face there oh wait better. she's normal yeah yeah it's wild um, so then we get introduced to Jimmy Dugan, aka Hanks. T. Hanks, and Mr. Harvey, aka Gary Marshall. Right. Uh, and Mr. Harvey's in-laws who are playing croquet on the lawn, <laughs> who are basically high schoolers dressed up as old people. <laughs> Did you guys zoom in on that? It's like no, these uh-uh. people, yeah. Uh-uh. These and people like in their old 50s. timey wheelchairs. Oh, totally. It's funny. Now, did two questions about the scene. One, did did Tom Hanks gained weight for this movie, right? Yeah, That's like, like 30 the pounds. Conversation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And it's then, one of his first, like, I'm going to gain or lose a ton of weight. For did movie, Gary Marshall come out of the womb sounding like that? <sighs> no. I mean, Penny Marshall kind of sounds like that. So maybe. That's her father? That's her brother. But I was like, that's her husband? <laughs> yeah, I think I was about to say that. So, yeah. It's her brother and Betty Spaghetti. Um Oh my God, Reiner. What's her first name? Is Penny Marshall's daughter. Betty Spaghetti? Penny Marshall and Rob Reiner's daughter. Is Betty Spaghetti? Tracy Reiner? Yes. Now I got to verify all this. But it yeah. doesn't look like Penny Marshall. Uh, yes, Tracy Reiner, Betty Horn. They just didn't have her nickname on there, so I didn't know who it was. But Betty they have her position, spaghetti. just in case you were memorizing these characters <laughs> as left so fielder slash pitcher. Oh, perfect. oh, yeah, that one. Right. Oh, Rob Reiner is her adoptive father. But yes, Rob Rob Reiner and Penny Marshall, her parents. She was also in um, Apollo 13, Tom Hanks. Hmm. Yeah. 
I like her so well, much. Well, Jimmy Dugan is told, like, you just come out, you wave your hat, you don't mm-hmm. have to do anything, which is like, I don't think that's really great because that one coach who was at the tryouts was like, and I'll be the coach of the, I of know. the racing bells. And those people are like, yes, <laughs> we got we the best teacher. One. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. He's the teacher that's like capable of leading the presentation. Right. Um, and I really, I think I was saying before, like, I really like that coach. Like that coach is so sweet. And I feel like maybe that's part of maybe your tier at Shirley Baker, Phil, is that he's just so supportive. He's like, go join your team. Like, I don't know. He's just like a lovable yeah. guy. Uh, but we also learned that Tom Hanks was a former player yeah. who's sort of uh, killed his career with drinking. And now he's on sort of his last chance because he's screwed everything up. In the yeah, past. I think his history kind of lines up a little bit with Mickey Mantles is what they were saying. Mm. Mm. Uh, I know we'll talk about it at the end, but when they go to Cooperstown and then we see that he's died, mm-hmm. you know, like it's very clear that that picture of him was like just like plopped in it wasn't even like in the museum I don't think I feel like it was like a TV foyer like, it was something weird about it that I noticed this time where I was like that's clearly had, like, not the, in the museum the arm oh, from the other guy from bosom buddies yeah like, or it something did. Like that. it was like a oh weird that's funny thing. I thought I had remembered that it said that he died of throat cancer but it doesn't <laughs> and I guess it's a backstory I made up. I don't know. Well, that oh. much chewing, you know, he's got it. I think that's what I thought. I was yeah. like, okay. And I think I really, tobacco. I also really like the choice of that he's not there. Like, I think that makes a lot of sense. It's like, yeah, he probably, probably would be right. dead now. Yeah. Because he's older, anyways. And yeah. 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 Um, Lived a rough life. But yeah, so here we get his an introduction to the team where he barges in and then goes to pee um and so yeah. he's not paying attention to anyone and they're just sort of in awe especially madonna mm-hmm. who is just yeah. instantly knows that this is going to be a long pee exactly and then halfway through she's like give me a watch halfway through right so you've lost this- half the time yeah, no, no idea ma- how long this it is. It makes no sense. I know what, she's not really even prove? looking at it. She's just like holding a watch. She doesn't it, even it, tell him how long it was. It, I don't know if this is the, just a bit that she does, that like this character all the way made does um, of just like fake timing people's peas. But this is what always pops into my brain when I'm actually, you know, having a long pee. It's just like, oh, I need someone to pop in halfway through and just say, this is a record beater. There's no way I can prove it, but I know it. I know. I I felt like that too, actually, when I was being, I was always like, I hope somebody counts from the beginning. Yeah. Like it's a lot of work. Yeah. I kind of just wondered like, what, where was he right before this? Was he on a car? Was he in a sleeping somewhere? And he came to and then realized right. he had to go that bad or. The latter. It's my guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Madonna's hair part in this movie is so, it's like bunny ears. It's like her, she has like two hoops. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. It's, I always thought it was like, was that ever a trend or did Madonna just want her hair like that? Yeah. I I think it was a trend. I think it was that sort of like pin curl style flippy do that, you know, seemed like a lot of work. It did yeah. seem like a lot of hair gel, a lot of work, although it pays off at the end because you know which way, who's May. Oh, right, yeah. At the end, because the hair is similar. Right. Um, and then and we... Then I, j- oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel so bad for Betty. Fuck it, Betty gets shit on this whole... Because, like, she's just nothing but sweet and kind. Gives him 
her husband's card the fucker rips it up <laughs> yeah that's and my then bummer he, and then she doesn't have the card like to go forward to it doesn't remember her matter husband because by. he dies no but you would love but when if your husband like wouldn't you want at least the card you know what i mean now she has like nothing Sad or she well i'm it. sure in this redemption story he gets them all cards in the future you know so do we think that this is like the most a-hole role for tom hanks or has he done something similar? Because he's never really been the bad guy, right? Or I didn't see Cloud Atlas. <laughs> I mean, Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I Nothing's coming to mind. He's a pretty good guy. Like Castaway, I mean, he's kind of like an absentee husband, but he's really friendly and nice and kind. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I don't know. With this one, he... You, he has the redemptive arc, totally, so it's of like course. super charming. So I mean, you're you're having to judge it just on the beginning, you know? Right, but I don't know if there's ever like a scene where we've made to dislike Tom Hanks more than him ripping up Betty's. Well, star. there are four examples on the internet. Okay, and none of them are from this movie. <laughs> oh, Road to Perdition. Not seen it. Okay, eh, but he's Cloud still the Atlas. hero. Okay. Also the lady killers it. oh wait can i name one um the circle maybe that's yep yes okay I just found one. Yeah. i read the book uh okay yeah lady and killers Sully. He's a weirdo so <laughs> yeah that guy that landed that plane and saved all those killed people. all those birds god probably landed on fish i too. just flew in and out of new york and i was thinking about sully every time mm. i go there i think about sully yeah makes sense yeah um so we do get the like then he just tom hanks proceeds to like drink and chew tobacco the whole oh my god he just couldn't be grosser and we even get um david straight there in saying like jimmy if we paid you more could you be a little more disgusting and i love the line of like it certainly is the money he like pop he's just like the tom hanks charm oh i love it i will say because we i think we talked about this a little bit about the hate watching is that there's the fans in this stadium are not fans they're just here to like heckle them yeah i know and it's just like it seems like so much work because you have to get yeah. dressed up in your suit in the summertime <laughs> go there oh my god <laughs> like, yeah. and Probably then like pull up your pant my... leg and yeah but then when he when that guy gets hit like the guy that's heckling him he gets hit by ellen sue you know lets one slip and during warm-up and hits him the crowd cheers for that too right. so like they're just just there are some of... people cheering bored. for the women when they come out like mm-hmm. you could, I was like trying to pay attention. There was like a few women with men who were cheering louder, I think. Mm. But yeah. So, and I was reading that this wasn't actually that accurate. Like, I think it was pretty popular from the beginning. Like, I don't, I don't think, think so. it went through a, 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 a yeah. time where it was like everybody bought tickets to <laughs> boo women. <laughs> God. So we, we get like the, the game and you know jimmy dugan sleeps through the whole thing and he scratches his balls for for what is they say for like 30 minutes or something i didn't know if you were drunk or dead yeah (laughs) which i will say and then gina davis is a very athletic woman uh wasn't she like a archer or something like that but yeah you can tell that she's really never played a bat or like Mm. a racket sport just because i mean and this is coming from someone who really hasn't either Mm -hmm. um but you can just tell people who've never swung a bat before mm. they're just their shoulders are all mm-hmm. out of whack and uh yeah she definitely she's not. a lady playing it you don't know the hell <laughs> 
she apparently did i guess because she you know they originally wanted deborah winger for the part and then i think she was cast like gina davis was deborah winger deborah winger dropped out when madonna Madonna, yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then gina davis i guess i was just reading the imdb facts because she is super athletic i think she kind of came halfway through the whole spring training and then like caught up instantly i guess for but for swinging a bat but yeah and, and then the only stunt because she did all the own she did the stunt i guess with the catching it behind her back and the stunt woman was having a hard time doing it and gina davis did it and could successfully do it like gave it a try but then the only thing she needed a stunt though for was getting into the split like she could do a split but she couldn't like Slide run yeah. yeah which is crazy yeah that's really <laughs> yeah it's a good way to pull every muscle i know i'm sure i can do that pretty easily it's just i would pull every muscle right. in my body yeah. and i'm not getting up split in two yeah exactly <laughs> um oh, can you imagine get... that is so hard that's so nope. painful. No. can't <laughs> imagine it would not there be was great. a time in my life i could have done that actually the, yeah to the like running into a split yeah Oof. when i was in high school and i was dancing all the time i could have now i would rip my body in half straight up <laughs> yeah. the butt crack um <laughs> so they uh we get the next kind of like little like 40s commercial news thing which is the diamond gals so we're getting introduced to like here's betty spaghetti and she knits and eats spaghetti in the dugout and here's all the way may and then they're like and marla hooch <laughs> what a hitter what a so team she was oh my super God. far away it's so good um yeah i, I mean it. You know, like she looked cute in her uniform. I, I know. I know we all agree, but I'm just saying. I know the bit. Um, the bit. I we love know. the old timey reels, though. I really yeah. Enjoy. Oh yeah. I mean, I think the the sort of authenticity of the experience, like that Cooperstown exhibit, was yeah. like super detailed. I mean, they're all stills from the movie, I guess, but it's still like really well done um, in terms of like documenting the history of fake things. Um, we also get to meet Stillwell Angel, who I yeah. think yeah. as an adult with several actors we've seen in our movies. Oh, well, well this guy, oh, I guess he doesn't get it because he was also in Teen Wolf, the older Stillwell. Yeah. But I don't think he's been in. I think you can no, use just him two. for just yeah. two. Something I can else. use him for the kid from, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, heavyweights. Right, bird, bird I confused cage. another plus-sized man. <laughs> they look similar. They do look similar. Um, it's not just their body type. It is their hair and their yeah. face. Well, I'm down with older Stillwell. I do not need the character of younger Stillwell Angel. I, I know. He just. I hate that name too. Uh, everything. Yeah. No, I the, don't like the that Stillwell he's covered in chocolate. Angel. Like it, oh, yeah. Stillwell Angel. I know. He's just a cartoon. <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh, in a sailor suit. But I like, I mean, I like the whole childcare aspect. I mean, you know, Tom Hanks rolling his eyes at like a woman that wants to bring her son onto the road because she has an abusive husband kind of right. sucks. Like yeah. it's, a, it's another like chip, like ding yeah. for Tom Hanks's character. But um, so I like that. He comes. But he lets her. So I'm going to say it's That's a true. feather in his cap. Okay. Um, Not a black eye. Um, yeah. yeah. So he, um, yeah. So he comes along. I just like donate it. <laughs> I love Evelyn. I know. <laughs> sweet, sweet little Evelyn. Uh then he's like mom died you're like oh evelyn mom died your mom died and then they're like still well come over here take a picture with your mom poster and he's like he's so sad i mean he's sad i I know you can see my face audience but god he's so i mean and i get it it's his mom she died but like 
that moment gets me. Yeah. 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 There is a real somberness to the end of this. Even in that part, I know we're jump. We're just cut, but it's okay. They like she's talking to Gina Davis, whatever. And then he's like, mom died. And then somebody over here off camera is like, still well, angel. (laughs) Come take a picture. And I'm like, this man is like 40 years old and you're still, still well angeling him. Like, I know. Have a chocolate. (laughs) It sounded like the person that called him um, just the way you did it, Bridget, was uh, Kyle McLaughlin from Dune. The spice. Still well angel. Spice. Spice melange. Spice melange. Anyway. Still well angel. He's like, I had to legally change my name to Still Well Angel. On my <laughs> you know, I know, like, I can't imagine like using the same pet name that like Annie's mother calls her like later yeah. in our life. You know, it's like, how about we leave that as like his thing? Is it Annie Angel? Annie Angel. I, Annie Angel. 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 <laughs> Speaking of Still Well Angel, we uh, have him uh, almost kill the whole bus by covering yeah. the bus oh driver's eyes. Which appropriately it's so the the bus driver then quits and a drunk Tom Hanks takes over the bus and gets them to their first stop. Just BS because all of those women know how to drive probably, but definitely Gina Davis does. I know, Gina Davis drives farm equipment. And she's driving Bill Pullman's, you know, butt around town. His his Batmobile, (laughs) not Batmobile, his Countmobile. Yeah, like follow that bird. It is like that. Yeah, it's the same car. Um, so this is when they decide that they're gonna go to Sud's bucket to do attempted murder. First, they're gonna attempt to murder Mrs. Cuthbert, who is their like you know team mom or what have you. Um, yeah, I used to be so confused by Tom Hanks saying like I loved you in The Wizard of Oz. But oh, I guess I love it's that. because she kind of looks, looks like the like... Wicked Witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks like the actress that played the, the woman actress, played the... right? right. Margaret, yeah. Margaret Hamilton. No, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So they poison her <laughs> to the point where she almost dies. Throwing right, up. because they're laying it on so thick of like she's just puking her gut, like. She could have died. Um, yeah, especially in 1940-something. Yeah. I was going to say this for my bummer, but like Mrs. Cuthbert, first of all, like it's it's right that that driver walks out. This but is not- my bummer. Do you want me to go into it? I'll save it. You just keep stealing my bummer. I totally get it. I get why you're stealing them. He throws dirt in her face. I and know. She, and then and then she is like assaulted by Tom Hanks. I mean, yeah. she's forcibly made Several out times. with- and then food poison, yeah. like to an inch of her life. And all she's trying to do is just get to girls to the hotel on time. I mean, like she is, I, I don't know. understand why she's quite the villain. And you this. see her in like another scene of the movie where she's in the dugout, like oh my gosh. for them. And she's, she's just, just back at it. And then when like Kit is trying to like explain to Dottie why she wants to leave and they're like doing the game of telephone down the stairs. Miss Cuthbert's right there with all the gossip. I mean, she's yeah. cool to hang out with. Anyway, yeah. I didn't get it. <laughs> Sounds like somebody's got some Mrs. Cuthbert yeah. and fiction she's writing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they uh, get to they get to Sud's bucket. Yeah. And they dance and dance. The chewed and Chattahooga choo choo. Yeah, this seemed to be also maybe in Madonna's contract that she had oh, to dance, dance for 45 on camera, minutes. Maybe. Yeah. It was great. I like it. It was dancing. cool. And then like, I mean go ahead. I was just going to say, with all the guys that aren't off to war. Um, right. Interesting. Maybe like injured, maybe too young, maybe like one testicle. Maybe like, woohoo. 
<laughs> Good point, though. Well, some of them look like they're in uniform. So are they back on leave? Are they about to ship That's out? That's true. Something? They could be sort Maybe, of like... but they're in Bumble, wherever, you know, Suds Bucket, Suds bucket uh, which I don't think is it's like not a, a port. Hub. There's not yeah. A, yeah, a big military installation in Suds Bucket. Yeah, um, maybe not. I don't know. I just feel like there might be people coming in and out. Maybe they're, I don't know. But yeah, I'm not buying it. Dodge uh, the, draft dodgers. There's all deserters. Apparently, they're not great at baseball either, or else they, Mr. Harvey, would have formed his own little men men's league. Yeah, future um, Donald Trumps. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Um, and then they're just gonna leave Marla there. Like they're like, is this all of you? It's like, except for Marla, who we're gonna leave. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like then they get Marla from the stage. But when when they're you know when like when they're walking out, like they are not. They weren't gonna tell Dottie that Marla was singing. She it has to, like, had to be you. Oh, so I loved this so much when I was a kid. I just, and she's like, I'm singing to my <laughs> singing to Nelson. Really hate something yeah. to make me so blue. And also, a child drove Gina Davis to such yeah. bucket. Well, that's because like a there's newsy. no men. I know. Well, <laughs> that felt like was probably because there's no men in town. But then you go inside and there are men in town. They're all at Suds Bucket. Mm-hmm. It was like a newsie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a newsie. Wrong musical. <laughs> was League of Their Own a musical? No. It, it should, should be. be. Yeah. That would be great. Look, if you're only murderers in the building and you're listening to our podcast again to steal an idea that I had about Splash the Musical, then I'm not going to take it again. If you steal a league of their own the musical, I'm gonna be it's mad. Gonna, there's gonna be some payback. They, we they, want some kickbacks. They stole that from this podcast. Nobody Absolutely. else would have conceived of Splash the Musical <laughs> the way that we yeah. I, I have um, the opening number like written. Yeah, we wrote it. I know. Martin Short, call us. Yeah. Call we can Peaks still produce off. our own one though, you know. All right. I'm, I, I have some inroads. Flash, turn off the dark, whatever it is. <laughs> I have some inroads to professional theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So with it, we we they go to confession. Um, Madonna makes the priest sweaty. Yeah. It's- as a kid, I totally thought they were like having sex. I forgot. Oh, as a kid, yeah. I forgot there was the wall there. I oh. thought she came out and he came out and they were in the same room. And then I was like, wait, why was he so sweaty? And did you never like, have to go to Catholic confession? No, I never did. I've never given conf- confession. No. I think we've talked about this before on this podcast, but I was forced to do that, which is a terrible thing. It's messed up. It's weird. And you're in a dark room and then they're like, make you make things up. Yeah. Because I was like eight. I think the only time I actually went in the dark room was like when I was getting my communion or whatever or mm-hmm. you know and yeah. you're like uh i was mean to my brother i don't know murder <laughs> like i murdered my brother <laughs> it's pretty messed up so the premise here is that madonna is telling him things that are so intense that he breaks out into a sweat yeah and like has to come out to see her face <laughs> which i mean like, this is when she did her like sex book and everything like that so i mean i don't know it's yeah yeah, they, it's like ha- this character is half May, half Madonna. <laughs> they go to the well a few too many times for my taste. Yeah. So just like, yeah. we get it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, then we get the the game where Jimmy Dugan kind of finally wakes up. 
where this is the the game where he's like, I'm going to coach what, you know, he and Dottie have. Right. The assigned battle. Assigned battle. Now. I love it. Do those signs still exist in baseball? They still use them, yeah. And are they, mm-hmm. do they all mean the same thing? No, because ev- everyone uses their own sign, so the other team has no idea what you're doing. Yeah. What if you transfer teams? Then you have to learn you new learn signs. the new ones. Like Manny Machado plays for the Padres. Oh, he used to play for the Orioles. he used to be an Oriole. So, like, I mean, they don't play each other, but rarely, but oh oh i see what you mean like was manu machado just like being like i know your signs orioles i mean and once again i've never played baseball but like how much information do you really need to convey to a hitter or right you know yeah it's like hit the ball don't hit the ball what are they saying they're buns yeah there is some buns but there's some stuff you can do to the base runner but it's like punch after you've eliminated don't do something stupid like get tagged out how many different there's like only a few binary decisions of just like run to that base well and don't you think the codes i mean like most people use the same like mechanics it's just probably like okay i'm gonna do nose to ear to nose to ear five times and then like when i snap my left hand like that do you like i feel like these are codes that would probably be easy to change before every game if you wanted to yeah, it's just like it's, oh. everything else is hidden. Yeah, and there's a certain thing like the next thing is real. But I don't know. Yeah, there's like right. a little bit of guessing game between the pitcher and the batter. But beyond that, I don't know. There's not a whole lot. Well, right. Well, then the pitcher's like looking and then they're like the catcher is like touching their crotch a lot. And they're doing mm-hmm. like double finger, double finger, one <laughs> finger, one finger. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's also- And then smokes a cigarette. I do enjoy the like ramping up the music, like dun, 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 like you know when they're like battling, and then this is when then the rise music where Jimmy like finally becomes the coach and is invested in this team. And I love so, that Marla is the one that's out there like looking yeah. like holy yeah. shit, what do I do? So here's my question: Was Dottie doing it on purpose to sort of trick him to actually coach the team? No. I think she was just stepping up and like being I think the she leader. Was just stepping up. Yeah. I think she was just trying to like, cause it's clear that he's been sleeping, but he, but to his credit, he does know that Marla is a really good yeah, hitter. Right. Our best hitter. I mean, he's he like, does he's, know some things. He doesn't know their names. He's in a twilight sleep. Like, where do you go? Yeah. What's your name? <laughs> blonde girl, blonde girl. Good job. Um, yeah. I will say I felt a lot like Marla, um, I today's voting election day and when I went to vote um you didn't I, the ballot no <laughs> what if that was how yeah no I related in another way where the person that was letting you into the polls was one volunteer and said um wait here until a booth opens up and then the person where you signed into another volunteer was like come on over you can sign in here and the person up front was like, no, wait here. And then the person was like, no, come here. You have to come to sign in. It's like, no, there's no booth open. So they're like arguing and I'm literally going like <laughs> back and forth. Like there's like volunteer hierarchy. I don't know who, who's oh. to listen to. It felt terrible. I just waited. And that's why you didn't vote. <laughs> yeah, I was actually <laughs> early voting. So that's I did, why I did you vote. were at the Capitol on January 6th. <laughs> right. yeah, I was um, like, wait no. a second. What happened? It all None relates to the big steal. That's um, in right. fact, I voted early and then I was out. Um, and you voted watching, again? Watching Katie. the polls today. Today's election day. So I voted early so I could watch the polls today. 
Oh, you're a poll watcher? Well, I was a campaign. I was working for one of the oh, candidates. Gotcha. Like, so why were you signing there. in? I'm confused. When I went to vote, I wanted to give a shout out that today's election day. I voted okay. last week. <laughs> so this happened to you last week and you're still upset. I'm still Mar. I'm still Marla in my head. I'm not upset. Yeah. I'm just relating. You sound. You sound oh, upset. upset. You sound upset. You know who's upset? Oh. The people who work in the Capitol. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, jeez. All right. All right. So uh, can I just say we- I was not at <laughs> NDC on things. Please. The fact that you have podcast. to, Katie, says a you know lot what? about you. You guys started getting really salty the minute we uh, sold our podcast to this new network. Now we're going to have all these new listeners. <laughs> to be to to tell everyone the truth, we did not sell our podcast to this network. We paid them. Oh well, look who feels like they have to clarify now. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you want, if you're out there listening, want to buy a podcast? Yeah. Um, yeah. we'll sell this one to you. Oh, we can still yeah. sell. Yeah. Yeah, it's for sale. So they're on um, the bus following the game and Shirley Baker finally gets to learn to read a sexy romance novel. Um, and I do remember this part a lot when I was a kid because she's like reading about milky, what? Yeah. Brace. Brace. And so that was kind of funny. And then we get to the scene where it's the game where Evelyn um, doesn't yeah. play well, which... There's a couple scenes where Evelyn doesn't play well, and I'm <laughs> starting to think that she's not a good baseball player. Yeah. Um, but uh, Hanksy asks her what team she plays for, and then, of course, makes her cry. Um, and I do love her nose in this of just, are no. you crying? Nah, 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 nah. That also sticks in my memory. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, do you Can think we get no, the line there's there? no crying in baseball? is like one of the most known movie lines or yeah well, I how mean, do you rate in the world like, or for this movie? well afi ranks it in the top 100 i think it, it ranks at like 50 but then there's other lists that puts it at like number one um like at least That's afi crazy. i know but afi it's in the top 100 for the afi i can believe I'm that sure is like you know i'm gonna make them an offer you can't refuse like you know all of these classics um I can believe Wait. it too. Yeah. Uh, that's okay. hundred. I just remember like tons of t-shirts around this of like, there's no crying in baseball. Oh, I know. I'm trying to see. But then I think at this age, I owned a shirt that said softball is life. The rest is just details. <laughs> remember those shirts? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. It would be like your sport of choice is life. The rest, the rest is just, just details. details. Uh, oh, I was looking for 1992 on this AFI list. So you can't handle the truth is also from 1992. That's on mm, this list. Yeah. Um, I had a shirt that said, boy, are my feet tired? I think I already told you guys this. <laughs> and it was Dorothy. Um, oh, that's fun. And I used to wear it when I would have to run the mile at school. There's no crying in baseball is on AFI's top 100 movie quotes uh, lists just in case everybody wanted to know verify my facts yeah <laughs> well uh, katie you know what no let me, 
Let me if, check your facts, Katie. Where were you on January 6th? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you don't understand how um, elections work, how are we supposed to believe you when you're spouting oh about my goodness. these lists? I was in Orinda, California. You're lucky January nobody 6th. listens to this podcast. I know. I'm getting increasingly worried. <laughs> I'm trying to get the FBI listeners off. You know, <gasps> oh, my God. The top, the 100th top quote on this list is from our 100th movie. Well, no spoilers. I won't tell you what it is. Uh, but the 99th quote is from The Wizard of Oz. The 99th. And the 98th quote is from Dirty Dancing. But these are, number one is the most. Yeah. What's what, number one? What do you think the Dirty Dancing one is? Don't Nobody puts baby in a corner. Yeah. This is fun. Uh, number one uh, is. The rest of this podcast from is just From Gone with dancing. the Wind. Yeah. Oh, uh, frankly, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Frankly, my darling, I don't give a damn. Is it my dear? My dear, oh, Philip showing us time. Up. He doesn't want us to see <laughs> <Yeah. famous. laughs> Anywho, so um, then we kind of get like the this. there's still a lull and people aren't coming to the games and Life Magazine is coming to do a profile on Dottie and her kid's sister Kit. Mm-hmm. And this is when Dottie does the famous split in the photo that we were talking about. Yeah. And all of a sudden, everybody's coming Everyone's to the games. Coming out. I will some say, gimmicks like kiss a ball player, catch a fly. There, ball. there is a scene um, that shows an illegal baseball play, uh, which mm. I didn't know. I mean, an I, illegal. Yes. What is it? Uh, it's where someone takes off their hat and catches the ball. That oh, is May. illegal. Yeah. Yeah, with a felt cap. Like you it. know how small her hat is, <laughs> so you can't. You're not allowed to do that. Nope. Why you can not? Only catch it with because you could wear just a gigantic hat. Yeah. And then... <laughs> or like a Yosemite Sam hat. Yeah. And you're just like running around like yep. it's like a baby pool. Out that there is why you can't do it. Uh, you're oh allowed to catch it with your glove like or your, your mitt. Um, what about which... like in your tummy, like to yourself? Can you sure catch you can that? catch it onto your body? That's what do you mean your glove or your mitt? Or your hand or your oh Philip calls hands mitts. <laughs> yeah, mine are so big. I call them oh these gosh. these mitts of mine. Um, I got it. Yeah, interesting. Okay, cool. Also, in this montage, as the crowds grow, Marla just goes and gets married and leaves. We have to say goodbye to her without. Just so, so much of a and this seems so interesting because they're so on Dottie about like how dare you leave the middle of the season and like her husband came back from war and yeah. you know probably pretty traumatic. Um, but yeah, I have no idea why Marla decides to do this. Like leaves in the middle of the season and she's like the best hitter on the team. Like Nelson, can you not wait till the season's <laughs> over? Yeah, like have I an wonder... off season wedding. If like this really happened or something like that, uh, and Brittany's making boinking <laughs> um, figure motions, um, yeah, yeah, they're making boinking hand gestures. Yeah. So, and then we also get the slide, slide. Thank you. So creepy. Is that because oh. somebody wants to like look at their under bloomers, or they want them I to get a big so. bruise on their? What head? is this? Just There's the fans one? being creepy. Oh, oh, the slide, slide, slide. I think it's just. I think it's just like telling people to do something and they do it. Right. Like, like it's, just, <laughs> no. isn't, it the, isn't the equivalent of like doing this to a truck and you're like, no, your horns. like they did a truck. It. If a, tr- if a truck honking means you get to see their underwear, then yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the potentially their underbits. I mean, oh, wow. If a, if a truck that. does a little honk, I do show them my underwear. So that's true. Yeah. Oh, bummer. I didn't get that. 
That's yeah, he's like, jumps. slide, slide. Thank you. <laughs> Does that help? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And then so we hear that the war is almost over and that mm-hmm. uh, they will wrap up the league because we'll have the boys again. Um, yeah. There's a there's a little bit here where I kind of um, may have been jet lagged and did close my eyes for a second. Mm. Um, Kit gets traded at some point, right? Yeah, sure. There's a whole like dust up where like there's a fight. Kit gets yeah. thrown into a shower, which I, I sort of feel like this happens to Laura Petty in every single movie <laughs> I know. she's in. Cold shower. Yeah. And like freaked out and then immediately changes into denim. Just like a I... cat that's trying to fight and then you just <laughs> yeah, chuck it into a like, tub. Yeah, totally. Um, I will say, and in your memory, Phil, about Gina Davis being like kind of more of the jerk upon the rewatch. This is an example of Laura Petty being so petulant and such a baby, like where she's taken off the mound. It's only the beginning part that I'm like, oh, Gina Davis is sort of the villain in this. Whereas like, I'd only remembered all of Kit's sort of annoying. Because I completely agree. Like it's, no. I was reading that like, I guess in context for like the time pitchers you know now pitchers only pitch a couple of innings usually but at the time it would have been I guess more shameful to be taken out because like a lot of times people would pitch a whole game but like it's just so hypocritical she's like you're treating me like a kid and then um Dottie's like I treated you like a pitcher which is true it's like yes she just she originally was going to just let you stand up there and then eventually when Tom Hanks is like, no, what do you really think? She's like, she's done. She's throwing grapefruits out there. Um, so yeah, I think, and I remember, I don't know if you guys remember this conversation we had at uh, Cutting Edge, but originally Moira Kelly was going to play oh, the right, role. Yeah. And um, she twisted her ankle. I think she got hurt in the Cutting Edge. So she couldn't do the role, which is interesting to think of their career trajectories. And like, I could totally see Moira Kelly as like a petulant child. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah and then so we so then Bridget we get the scene with um David Strathairn and Dottie so like Dottie's gonna leave because she's upsetting Kit and she might as well go home anyway right and um then he's like maybe a trade she's like yeah trade me whatever like there's like a misunderstanding right if he thinks she wants Kit traded right but then but then she goes yeah and this is what I'll call BS on a little bit because I think if they would have been like no, we want, we don't want to do that anymore. I think he would have traded her back in a second. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. this is a fixable problem. <laughs> well, yeah. but it's not good movie. movie That's true. Time. Yeah. We also, uh, oh yeah, sorry. They sing the All-American League song at some right. point in here yeah. too. That Evelyn writes on the uke. It's fun that she brought a ukulele. Yeah. And Betty Spaghetti's husband dies. Oh, I'm my not God. Guys. From the worst telegram yes, delivery person in the world. I know. <laughs> what is that guy's problem? Like, what is that movie? He's yeah. just going around <laughs> making people miserable, like laughing. It's so wild. Yeah. As a kid, I was like, are male people like this? Like, why? <laughs> what happened to this man? Well, he keeps probably having to deliver death notices, so he's sad. Well, I and I wish I knew the name, but I, you know, they're do, renaming a bunch of the military bases, and one of them is being named after this general and his wife. And the wife was the person who switched this protocol. It's like that mm-hmm. made it where you can't just send a telegram. 
to tell people his husband's died or, or wife has died oh, wow. that you actually have to send they send soldiers uh, right so yeah mm-hmm. oh. but okay. like i said i forget the the woman's name but it's some base is being renamed after them fun fact and then bob comes back with his foot injury and he knocks on dotty's door she's you know sad I also think he has sort of a brain injury. I couldn't figure out. <laughs> he's just, I mean, he's very Bill Pullman. Hey, um, I don't think kid. he does. No, Bill I know. Pullman is constantly looks like he's in a windstorm. <laughs> just, he's sort of jolly, but just like doesn't know what it's like. Hey. Let's go. Let's go home tonight. Well, I'm yeah. On a baseball team. <laughs> um, but he came there to her. At the baseball team, I know. Like, from where, seem right? to know. I was like, I guess, yeah, let's go. Um, because yeah. I was trying to figure out is he like sort of this controlling husband that really wants no, her to just leave, just or is he just doofus. so clueless? And yeah, I think he's because I think here's the bummer too. I mean, he's real smart, he's gonna be a manager of the dairy, dairy one day. Yeah. Um, but he's not, wait, he's just been at war, like, he doesn't know what's yeah. happening with the baseball. But here's the thing, like, well, maybe I'll save it for my bummer. <laughs> keep on going i'll say it i'll say whatever it is because you took all my bummers <laughs> yeah you can yeah uh yeah so they're gonna leave Dottie and bob are gonna go and jimmy's like what why would you leave um right before the world series and then we get like a pennant race montage and of course yeah. we get long story short two teams it's kit's team and Dottie's team are in the world series uh which i guess is gonna be just one game yeah it's, it's the world one no they do multiple games i think it's just that do they? i just miss i just i think miss. in the real i think in the newspapers they do multiple games but dotty is driving and then turns around for the last oh. game she's uh-huh. only there for the last game because the newspapers are keeping up with the scores of gotcha Dottie. yeah uh yeah we get um, another instance of uh I guess Stillwell, you know, being a jerk, and then also Evelyn being bad at baseball. Um, yeah, I know. Annie's like, how is Evelyn on this team? <laughs> yeah, I she would know. have been replaced. Well, maybe she was better looking than some of the other choices. Evelyn is like the lead from center stage. She's like, mm, do you even go to the school? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I and then I just wrote they play because they do. Yeah, we I mean, Dottie, yeah, they just play. It's so you get much... a Dottie versus Kit, and then Kit yeah. versus Dottie, and Kit is losing it, just yeah. crying in the dugout and freaking out. Yeah, and then it she's comes inconsolable, to... and then yeah. she's running for home base, and she's gonna slam into her sister, and she they does. slam into like each other. Six foot five sister. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. I know. <laughs> Her big, big sister. Well, and Dottie drops the ball. And here's the question. And I was actually listening to a podcast with Laurie Petty. So I know Laurie Petty's answer to this question. Ooh, this, I want to hear that. Yeah. Cause... So this is Annie ICU's question that apparently for her is just such a such a big question in life is did Dottie drop the ball on purpose? Or yes. I mean, I, I have what I think, but mm-hmm. I think yes. I think a hundred percent yes. Yeah. I think yes, too. I'll tell you who disagrees with us is Laurie Petty. <laughs> of course she would say that. Yeah, yeah, because she thinks she earned that run. For yeah. her own. She was also commenting on like, I think because like she did the basis because she was uh, a faster runner than Gina Davis. So in the scenes where Gina Davis catches her, Laurie Petty has to kind of like run a little slower. But she was saying that. Like, oh, in she, real life. In real life. Was like in the movie, Gina Davis yeah. wins. Yeah. In the mo- in real life. So she kind of had to 
slow down so Gina Davis would catch her. But um, I guess she was saying like as she's rounding the bases, she like hit it just right, like on the edge. So I think, yeah, I think Laurie Petty is like giving it her all. But um, I agree. I think she did drop it on purpose. And I think the clue is one is you have another scene earlier right. in the movie where a, somebody runs into Gina Davis and she right. holds on to the ball. Yeah. And then the very opening scene with the grandkids playing basketball. Yeah. Gina Davis is like, let him score a couple because he's his, your older brother. And then right. the younger kid, he's like, kill him. So, yeah. and then she's like smiling as kid gets carried off. She's seven feet tall. Uh, <laughs> she's grown. Um, Laura, she's grown seven Laura inches. <laughs> is a foot tall um standing on yeah. a book so it's yeah. like yeah yeah um yeah and yeah. like you clearly see her hand is holding the ball it's not like that thing knocked the ball out of her hand then she opens her hand and the <laughs> like, ball comes her fingers out. like brushed it away further um it's also, also you know what good. doesn't happen a whole lot is a infield home run i know so, so it's yeah. an interesting decision so in baseball i was trying to ask annie this like the if if kit had gotten out by Gina Davis. Yeah. The first run still counts, right? Yeah, it's, so it's this a tied, it's a tied yeah, game. A tied game yeah. So I will say that it's an interesting decision on Dottie's part to drop the ball because it really decides things for everybody. Like yeah. it didn't even, you know, like I guess, I guess it's just her fixing the game. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Kind basically. of a real big bummer. Yeah. That's how she buys the uh milk farm, you know, those <laughs> things aren't cheap. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> So then we get back to the present and we've kind of talked about this quite a bit. Um, you know, when they get to go to the Cooperstown exhibit and, you know, they're getting to like reminisce and see each other. I did love this part a lot when I was a young kid. Loved it. I loved it. I love seeing them all and like seeing them in their older oh, bodies. It's so nostalgic. Like, oh my God. They all just grew up. Oh yeah. And a lot of the extras are the actual ballplayers. Mm-hmm. Yes. I believe that everybody that's not like an older version of an actress is a real ball player, which is exciting. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. And the woman on the, on the bench that says, something like oh you wouldn't know her that's Dottie Henson but she only played for the first year is one of the best pitchers in the league like she does have oh. lot she she's not an actress but she has lines and she was she did pitcher. good she did do well yeah <laughs> good uh, thing and uh then Kit um it you know it's not super clear how much Kit and Dottie have seen each other also the woman playing yeah. Kit is quite a lot, a lot younger. I yes. Think. Yeah. Then Dottie. Yeah, I know. I, I know. She's I'm like, like 50 up? and <laughs> Dottie's like 92. Yeah. Yeah. It she's is. also laying it on a little bit thick of her, like Laura Petty yeah. mannerisms of just yeah. like stick my chin out and, you know, and like bite, bite your lip. I, um, I will say, I mean, the beginning of this movie sets it up weird too. I guess like, I guess Dottie's trepidation of coming to this is that I'm really not a part of that. I was only there for one year, I guess. Which makes sense, which maybe the longer version of the movie builds up more because it's like, why would she just go? And like, and they they make it seem like Kit and her have not seen each other since that locker room. Yeah. Well, th- here's my question. Okay. Is like, how yeah. much have they seen each other and how much do they like each other? Because Gina Davis has longer interactions with like sit Sitwell Angels than she does with her sit or whatever his name is. Still yeah, I don't know why Angel. they haven't Snack watched. Well <laughs> Because Lori Petty has been banging out children. Yeah. Been banging oh, out yeah. grandchildren. Yeah. So they, or, she's just busy. She banged out a kid that 
banged out 10 grandkids. I was there were some like, more. There okay. was like maybe three or four grown children. Maybe. Yeah. And then like a hundred grandchildren yeah. who all came. Um, they all came. I know. And I think also it. like Gina Davis's character is supposed to be very humble and she never more wanted aloof. to do it. And yeah, she's more aloof. So like, I think, I mean, she clearly had a daughter too uh, with, yeah. with Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess it was. Yeah, yeah cuz so. he he died. We we get to catch I will say and I don't know how old Penny Marshall was when she did this movie. But it does seem like part of the message of it. That's why part of this used to be my playground is so devastating is like there is this element of these older people like just finding out kind of like who has died or just like this like this like it's when marla is like how's bob it's like oh when you know like it's just like this is like this new reality that i think they're all kind of getting used to mm-hmm. which even with evelyn you know who's mm-hmm. not there and i liked that like evelyn is the character that's not there but they do sing her song so that's kind of nice um, but i mean if i'm ever going to my what would it be like 40 50 year reunion of my like college or something like that i'm not asking anyone how's bob how <laughs> Yeah, if they're not there, I'm assuming they're dead. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Yes. Speaking of singing the song, Ellen Sue dives into that with a little bit of a speech impediment that is like, bad. (laughs) (laughs) She's just putting some, you know, flair on it. I mean, she does. She did a plastic surgeon. I mean, she probably had Botox that that morning. I mean, the bummer. The, I was just gonna say the bummer about that song. It's like it's literally only for the peaches. Like the rest of the women there who played for Racine and the they all team. know it. It's for all of them. But how would they know it? It became the they anthem, sang. You, you didn't see the next five years. They sang it over and over and over again. I guess at all of the weddings and funerals. the lyrics to that song is wild. Like <laughs> she's not the one to use or need an alibi. What? Yeah, because she's a murderer who gets away with it. <laughs> Our chaperones are simply rough, but not. It's really in. Yeah, it definitely sounds like managers are are a ball. (laughs) Yeah, totally. It's just I'm going to go on record and say it's not a great song. Um, (laughs) I'm not a fan. Um, but but bad <laughs> also she commits to it and no one is joining in and she's just oh my gosh she stands keep, on the bleacher going what into a it i what think she was ready to sing the whole song with everyone staring at her <laughs> i've tried to back out of every singing engagement i've been asked to do i cannot imagine standing on top of a bleacher at this kind of thing and singing acapella just praying that people join you <laughs> Oh All these gosh. people that don't remember what they ate for breakfast, and she's like, "Remember that song we sang <laughs> forty <laughs> years ago?" Uh, it's Hear great. that call. <laughs> I think that's the movie. Yeah. We asked a lot of questions. Did we have yeah. any others? I don't. Any? I see you just had the one. Yeah. Okay. Then how uh, about? Uh, <laughs> no, just to say, Nora hasn't watched the movie yet. So unless she oh. is inventing a time machine in Canada right now, and then okay. uh, so Has... it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me no, given yeah. the track record these days. We'll she, splice it in. Of anybody I know, she is the closest to being able to travel yes, through time, except agree. for Stefan or Kel. <laughs> right. Well, I don't know him. Uh, did has she seen it before? No. Oh my gosh. I'm so interested to see. Yeah. We're going to watch it again. So, yeah. That's awesome. 
Well, make sure you say Shirley Baker. I will, yeah. During that part. Okay, then how about Hummers, Dummers, Hummers? It's always a guessing game. Got to keep you on your toes. Oh my gosh, it's me. Um, Well, should we start? Low Katie is my dumber too. That's right. I, I should you. be. Uh, let's do. Um, want to do bummers? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I'll go because I had said I was going to save it. Um, I think my bummer is that Bill Pullman has the throwaway line because she's like when he comes in with the with his cane and she's like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And he's like, "It's nothing. It's a sniper. They got seven of us before we took him down." Like, what the f? Like, I think my bummer is that like. I think, and Phil, you were mentioning like some maybe traumatic brain injury, but like PTSD is just certain for this man. And that is rough. And you're just like, what were those years on the dairy like after that? Also, Bill Pullman chooses to smile through that scene. I know. Um, I know. And I was like, is that just his face? Like he's just like smiling at the idea of like. Were you the sniper? I know. I know. I know. I'll also say that like on a World War II, like it's in the in the bus when um Tom Hanks says like he he couldn't be in the war. It's so weird because he's so much in the war to me because of saving Private Ryan that mm, it's like, yeah. huh, imagining Tom Hanks not in World War II is actually harder. So anyway, but that's my bummer. I mean, we said it, but I'm gonna I just have to double down on Betty Spaghetti's death notice of her. Oh husband. my god. Yeah. I remember watching that as a kid and watching yeah. her sort of drop to her knees and really yeah. gutturally cry and oh being like, that is really sad. Like, yeah. I think this, yeah. I mean, I wasn't a little kid. I was probably 10 or 11 when this came out, but it's like, I just remember watching that and being like, I can't imagine like learning that somebody you love died that way. And, and I did think back to the baseball card <laughs> because at the time, again, that was a very prevalent in my house like baseball cards were yeah. everywhere sure, yeah. and I knew that certain ones were that more valuable. So like when he rips that up and then I just think about her husband like dying and like, Oh, oh my God, it really, it's sad. It's very sad. Also in hindsight, it probably wasn't uh, Tom Hanks best idea or the Dugan's best idea to walk, walk slowly. slowly, you know, to be yeah. like, oh, I think you yeah. say it. I think you say it. Yeah. Quick. Or yeah. just, um, he should have like, gone back and forth a little bit. Like, Oh, you thought I passed although, you, but it could still be you. <laughs> although um, the woman that runs out of the room is like, does she ever learn that it's not her husband? Who no, knows? she just keeps running. <laughs> the son's bucket. No, 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 no. That little newsie picks her up and they run off together. But Bridget, I like just couldn't agree with you more. I mean, like up for like Dumbo's mother rocking him outside of the cage and like this scene. It just like, and like our texts and stuff that we've talked about, like this is up there for like, this taught me grief. Like, and the the look that Tracy Reiner gives to Gina Davis, where she's just like looking at her. It's like, is it you or me? I don't know. You know? Oh, it's so bad. She acts it so well. It makes you fall in love with her even more because she's so sweet the whole movie. Um, Oh God. It really is heartbreaking. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Bummer of all bummers mine and we talked about it as well is just the group of black women it mainly the bummer is the head nod that they get in this movie and i get that they can't address everything but and maybe that in a four-hour cut there was more but it's just like for this movie that like little acknowledgement was enough and it's like no no um yeah i don't know and just it just clanged for me so yeah yeah 
That's a, that's a good one for sure. Um, dumbers. I think my dumber will be, I'll just pick something specific, which is Jimmy Dugan signing that baseball, avoid the clap. <laughs> I love that. I mean, it's like good a advice. dumber hummer for good me because it's it's like a dumb thing to write to a child. Um, but it's like a or it's, like it's a, the perfect time to give him that advice, you know. I mean, it's true. I I think it's a I I think it's a dumber hummer because it's like clearly like not good thing to say to a child, but it's like really funny the way that kid reads it with this like big shitting and grin on his face, like <laughs> avoid the clap, Jimmy, Jimmy Dugan. Um, and I, I remember, remember as a kid not understanding that. I remember my parents having to explain it to me. Totally. Yeah, I was like, what the clap? Like I was the thinking, clap. I know. Yeah, I think I got it explained to me too. Um, I think they just said it's a disease. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I got more details. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a sex disease. Um. I probably, it's, wait, is it chlamydia? I think I always also, forget. I'm actually having a, rem- a, mem- a remembering, which would be <laughs> learning that it was a sexually transmitted disease and then somehow equating that to the fact that he peed so much. Mm. And in my brain, I was like, oh, his penis is broken. Oh, He's got no off switch. <laughs> He's just drinking a glass of water and it's coming. <laughs> I think I probably imagined that as a kid, having not had a penis as a child. Like, I um also didn't have a penis as a child. Uh, my my dumber, I'm, I think I'm just doubling down on this because I think we kind of talked about it, but um Gina Davis leaving to go home with Bob or to drive to Yellowstone yeah. or whatever, it's just like so doesn't make any sense, especially because one of you noted, like he has found her there. Like sure. It's not like he got dropped off at the port of Chicago and like he's got nothing to do. He right. doesn't have a job. She's got one fucking game left of this whole season. <laughs> She's the best player. And then I like right. that they have him in the stands. It's like, that's my wife. I know he's really excited. So, cool. so that's he why like just like. Decent- and maybe it's like her rigidity as a character of like, oh, I, I don't really want to be here anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just her pride. I think she day. was yeah. shaken by Betty Spaghetti. And so well, she just was like, I don't want to be away from my husband. Anymore. I mean, honestly, as a kid, and it's interesting, like maybe Penny Marshall just like oozes that out of the screen because as a kid, I was like, yeah, you got to lock it down. Like he's, <laughs> everybody's vulnerable. You can't let him out of your sight. So maybe that is part of it. Um, but I just was like, just stay. Or at least don't run away in the middle of the night. Like tell your coach you're leaving. Like she was just going to leave anyway. Yeah. In the count's car. (laughs) Uh, I'm sticking with mine as well. It is Madonna asking for a watch halfway through a P to like, just, this is going to make a great story, you know, later on. Um, I just never got it. And like, once again, as I said, this sort of runs through my head every time. Um, So yeah, it's just, it's dumb. Yeah. That's all I need to say. Um, Hummers. I have a specific Hummer. It's yeah. A cha- it's a Chattanooga choo-choo of a Hummer, which is that train car with those fancy mm. chairs. Yeah. Um, we didn't quite mention the one line there, which I think is really funny with John Lovett's kneels across that. Oh my woman. God. <laughs> he's, she's like, so your knee. And he's like, what do you like it? I don't remember what he says. But uh, just yeah, I missed like, it. Do you, do you mind? Or something? Do you mind? Do you, do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that train, I was like, how do I find a train like that with like Barca loungers? Yeah. It looks delightful. You could Very have fancy. like a nice fancy. It's comfortable. Well, 
it didn't look that old. Like it definitely didn't look like a train from the forties for the outside shots. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Right. And so is that an Amtrak I can ride on? Yeah. I think it's, it's round. Um, probably, you've, yeah. you've got to take the, uh, Oregon to Chicago. <laughs> to, to route. Fort Collins. Yeah. <laughs> in Fort Collins. That V of a route. Anyway, there's so many things I love in this movie, but I just wanted to pick something very random and specific because I was thinking about that train and how much I enjoyed those cars. Oh man. Um, I have so many, <laughs> I have so many Hummers in this movie and, and, um, but like, if I want a specific one, <laughs> um, it, uh, the, in the, in one of the old movie reels, the woman that plays Helen, <laughs> they're talking about like how she like serves tea and coffee and it's just, she oh, just, yeah. she just mouths coffee. Yeah. Like you could just, coffee is what it is I mean like it's just it's, it's a poor thing for an audio podcast but I love yeah. the mouth of coffee I could I could just watch it over and over again and that actress good. really brings like don't they also yeah. say like that she's an excellent coffee maker yeah oh yeah yeah and that she's just coffee and you can, <laughs> it's so good it's like my favorite um mine is just gonna be and we talked about it um it's John Lovett's lines in here. I think it's just sort of perfect uh, for him. And he just sells it. It's it's a fine line to not be too much Lovett's. And it, he just really, really hits it here. You know, like the uh, $75 a week, you know, what's this for? And he's like, I'm talking uh, looky, no touchy. Um, yeah. And just, you know, yeah. some of his lines, he they're, they're hard lines to sell. Because, I mean, all of us, I think, like that character, even mm-hmm. though... It could easily have spun off into this like misogynistic, ho- misogynistic, horrible, mm-hmm. uh, slimy character, and you never get that. Yeah, he's great. Even though he has those tendencies, but yeah. he like, really sells it as this totally. like he's just a jaded scout, you know. And this is what he does. So and the way it's, he it's funny. runs out of the barn like a toddler would run at a farm, just like <laughs> ah! like a running from the chickens. Like he's like not bending his knees at all. It's yeah. crazy. No, it's it's well done. So. It made me laugh. Awesome. Should we talk about our outfits? Let's talk talk about about our outfits. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, uh, Phil, um, I'm loving the little felt, little felt cap um, that you're wearing kind of much like Betty spaghetti, just fully on top of your head. Sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bill pointed to the sky <laughs> with uh, hairpins. Um, and then speaking of, um, Helen, I like, uh, your shirt that has Helen, um, getting all dialed, dialed up and she's just pointing and says, uh, underneath it's the quote that says, no piss on your red hat (laughs) which i like as a retort to oh piss on your hat yeah well thank you uh bridget um i assume you got this at like a a league of their own uh resort down in jamaica (laughs) (laughs) it is um laura petty in like a rasta wig um smoking like a big uh you know uh marijuana cigarette and it has her saying that i like the high ones um <laughs> and, Love it. thank you uh, a little like sailor hat that says uh still well angel brand chocolate 
<laughs> I, I don't know if you got that at the same resort but no it yeah. was a it was a different resort uh a different <laughs> a league of their own resort yes in yeah. um the turks and caicos <laughs> cool <laughs> um katie yeah you must be a rockford peach because your rockford peach is hanging out tonight oh it's your butt you're not wearing pants. And then um, on top, I like your baseball tee that has a picture of rap artist Coolio wearing a, a woman's baseball league uniform. And he's got a speech bubble and it just says, slide, slide, slippity slide. Love it. John, love it. From his. It's amazing. Uh, song of the fantastic voyage yes yes that's so good in parentheses i love it so much i didn't wear pants <laughs> well thank you for sharing your rock for yes um so it's that time uh and i picked the film so i can start um i will not break the lead i think this movie is a very for real and it's something that like you know if we weren't in our lead up i don't know if it right. would have occurred to me to revisit because I had seen it fairly recently I guess but also just I, I think I think there is somewhere in our podcast history where Bridget you say something like we'll never have to do that movie because it is so for real and I excuse me I do think like along with Clue this movie was something where as I was watching I'm like I'm having a hard time like finding anything but perfect in this movie but of course we did and it was very fun to talk about but yeah I think like just the performances I mean we didn't really talk much about Rosie O'Donnell but like man does she give this like amazing performance as this like tomboy who has been treated as such probably gay and I'm excited for the new series to focus more on queer women which I think was a real big part of the the league um but like I I thought her performance was so wonderful and I want to say that she could throw two baseballs with one hand and do the bat trick and everything and in that podcast Laurie Petty said she was the best athlete next to her but yeah I was about to say she Rosie O'Donnell looked like the best at baseball yeah I think Um, she grew up playing it with her brothers yeah you could tell totally and I love the chemistry between Gina Davis and um, Laurie Petty I thought they sold their sisterhood so cool Mm -hmm. um and so I love Tom Hanks I like that this role for him of like low to high I love Penny Marshall. I love Gary Marshall. I love all of them. I love Betty Spaghetti. I love Tracy Reiner. Uh, all of it. Like I think Kelly L in the beginning, it said just there's some highs and lows like this movie. I don't know. It's just like so lovely. And I certainly liked rewatching it. So yes, I think it's for real. Well, even though I said we shouldn't watch this because I know it's for real. Um, I'll still say it's for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just agree with everything you said. And I think it's uh, it's a, wonderful like little like nod also to kind of like new england which i enjoy and in this cooperstowny kind of feel mm-hmm. i think maybe i'm just nostalgic for it because i don't have fall anymore here uh in san diego but um yeah just it's it's a beautiful story it's there's definitely some flaws we kind of discovered and it's, it, yeah. it's anytime you're telling something historical it's wondering whose perspective it's from and like you said the the whole like queer angle is completely removed you know for the most yeah totally I think Um, so yeah and so it's just one telling of something and maybe if you consider it that way that that's that's what it is and that kind of capsule but um as far as like a good movie goes 
I feel like it's just a really well-made movie and it's engaging and it's fun. And as far as sports movie goes, this one is definitely at the top of my list mm-hmm. for watching sports being played in a movie. So Me too. Yeah. Highest grossing baseball movie ever. Really? Yeah. That's really cool. Because Annie I was a little was bit like, surprised. But Annie was saying, makes like, sense. do you think that Legal Their Own for Women is what Field of Dreams is for men? I'm like, no, I think it's so much more important than that for women. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I think it is yeah. just, yeah. I think it is unparalleled. So it's interesting to learn that it's the highest grossing baseball. It I was wonder, very, oh, sorry. I was just going to say it was very no, impressionable no. for me as a young woman. Yeah, totally. And even though we kind of teased about like Madonna and there's sort of like typecast characters, like there was some semblance of some representation in yeah. there, even though it wasn't fully flushed out. It still was like, oh, well, like there's different sizes of people and there's some different, mm-hmm. different so, characters, like different, different personalities. Yeah. I liked Madonna in this film too. Yeah. Um. Side note, uh, the gross for Field of Dreams was like 84 million. And I think um, League of Their Own was above 100. I think it was like 105 or something like that. Awesome. Um, Yeah. For me, yeah, it's for real. Uh, I don't love everything about Penny Marshall movies. Mm -hmm. It's got a little, I mean, this goes for everyone doing sort of this biopic stuff there's a lot of schmaltz that i could do without but uh it's an entertaining movie it's it's funny uh yeah it has a lot of character stuff there's a bunch of montages but they spice it up with some 1940s uh announcer reels which i enjoyed Mm -hmm. um yeah it uh it works for me i definitely would recommend it so it's for real it's a buy Um, well, if you were Katie, you'd play a different song over this song, but it's too bad, <laughs> Katie, because it's time to get sad, everybody, uh, just still, for a little bit. It's the only ending. I mean, I'm not saying it would have to be something like this, but if it was like a lot more like girls just want to have like that energy. Totally. Just because yeah. everyone in this on those teams is having a blast. Yeah. And it this song should convey that rather than like I'm gonna say the the Carol King song fits it, it it's way more upbeat. But but the Madonna song too, like this used to be my playground because I like Madonna's songs, but Oh, is I it discordant? Madonna. Like, how do you? It's just a yeah. It's, it's a song that's it like because like even watching it over them playing at the end, it, it makes it look sad when those people really are like, haunting. They're in great shape. They're in yeah. their eighties and nineties, and they're playing baseball or whatever. It's like yeah, this Carol, is fun. Carol this King's is, song is definitely more whimsical. Like, there's it's, bring back the Chattanooga Choo Choo or what have you. Like totally, or like you could even play like some of the score from the movie. It's a good think, score. Yeah. Oof. But yeah, that's the only song to play. <laughs> so um, before we thank Kelly, well, let's just thank Kelly L. Because I think hey, thanks Kelly L. I know I'm so I'm excited so she's able to, do, to that. do that. Yeah, I do mean that. she's yeah. a busy, busy person, a woman of the world. So I was excited yeah. that she was able to do that. 
That's wonderful. I loved hearing her sweet voice. Um, we're going to take like a little summer vacation mm-hmm. break. So get off our backs. So get off our backs and stop asking for more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be back in August with our 99th film. Yes. And our, and our 100th film. So no spoilers, you guys. In the meantime, you can check out some of the other podcasts on, you know, our new um pod network that we bought our way into or you should do what you do when like a new season comes out and binge all yes yep. our episodes that's actually true it's a better idea <laughs> just like <laughs> uh knowing the length of our podcast like it's just probably yeah. like 130 hours yep. um yeah. easy easy if you start now by the time you end we'll be back (laughs) if you've already like uh re-watched game of thrones to get ready for the new like house of the dragon Mm -hmm. then you've got time to do this um and you should go back and listen to real world World yeah she'll never find but it's out there i've got the masters somewhere yeah (laughs) email philip and he'll get you the masters oh well, anyway, thank you, Katie, for choosing this. Oh, yes, thank you and, all for uh, coming along on the ride. I'm just, I'm sorry, I fell into it. it used to be my playground, and yeah, it's a real effing bummer. <laughs> it brings us, <laughs> it brings everybody down. I don't even <laughs> want to go on vacation anymore. Oh, oh God. All right. I still do. Okay, <laughs> till next time. See ya, Tulu. In a world where people watch movies. I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. But sometimes they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy, do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.